<laughs> Hello, people of the internet. Uh, Matt's being a bitch today, so I'm laughing. Uh, my name is Isaiah. Fuck you. You're being a little whore. And my name is Matt. That's Matt, and welcome to Mildly Ignorant Podcast, episode 40. The big 4-0. We're, we're bitching like boomers today right off the bat. We're I four, hate you. Shut up. We're 40 episodes <laughs> in. We're 40 years old. We're boomers now. That's being a little bitch, because... Um, he was trying to be organized, and I just wanted to start the pod because I don't care. Um, you don't care about anyone but yourself. What? That has nothing to do with being selfish. I just don't, I don't care. I, just, I, just, I don't care. What, like we already had the topics. We already had the topics. Matt just wanted to reiterate the topics. You know what that is? You know what that is, Matt? That's straight up. You know what that is, Matt? That's straight up. What is it, Isaiah? That's straight up. Government office cliche right there you, you you've already been assimilated as one of them repeating like You're what's on the agenda repeating what's on the the list of things that everyone's already clearly aware of that's some real boomer office work white collar shit right there you're literally the i hate you so much like you're the organized one here shut up i'm the organized one yeah yeah, uh, I guess I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I am. Okay, then maybe you're not. I don't give a shit. I don't care about you. I don't care about this fucking podcast. <laughs> this is such a you. this is such a 180 from last episode about how Matt. The first five minutes were just Matt talking about how he loves the podcast. No, and I can't hate wait it. I hate it doing this. Week. I hate you. I can't stand you. Like this is a waste of my time every week that I'm here. Okay, I could well, be doing literally anything else. <laughs> well, one thing that Matt would not be doing, and this is a segue into our first topic, is <laughs> playing Diablo Immortals because that game's a piece of shit. Um, yeah, when it was first announced, people were like, we don't want this. Yeah, so for people who don't know, Diablo Immortals, the game that got memed like 10 years ago at like fucking PAX or BlizzCon or whatever. I'm guessing it's BlizzCon. Some or game event thing. One of, the th- one of the three. Anyways, and they're like, yeah, you guys want Diablo? They're like, you guys have, like, cell phones, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Games on your cell phone. So they announced Diablo for the cell phone. People got mad because... Which apparently is just Diablo 3, but, like, restructured for the phone, like, for mobile play. And, like, Uh, filled with microtransactions. Yeah, people, people were mad. People were mad when it was first announced. They were just like, is this an April Fool's joke? That... That's a famous clip that all over the internet, the guy during the Q&A session asking if it's an April Fool's joke. Because people want another Diablo game, and you're goddamn right Blizzard listened, but they put it on mobile instead of console. I mean, like, they are making Diablo 4, but they made this piece of trash that nobody asked for. So, like, if, if Diablo 4 doesn't live up to expectations, like, Blizzard... They're quote unquote making diablo 4 well, i think they're just saying they that are. just because they don't want they want people to not actually leave in droves after fucking diablo immortal well i mean like there's trailers and gameplay like early gameplay videos so they are making diablo 4 but today like the open world we're gonna game. go over every microtransaction that is in diablo immortal because i've seen tweets i've seen articles about how they literally squeezed in every chance for you to make in-game purchases so that if they this, possibly could. If this episode is five hours long, don't blame us. Blame Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. But yeah, uh, so Diablo Immortal. Um, uh, when the, the game first came out, uh, fucking... They, they calculated all the shit that you can buy in the game just for a single character to max out the character that you're playing to buy all the best armor, to buy all the best weapons. You know, you want to be the ultimate gamer in the Diablo Immortal. <laughs> it will cost you over $100,000 to max out a single character. And if you wanted to play the game and not pay money to buy shit, it would take you 10 years to max a character. Yeah. So... Clearly, Diablo or Blizzard does not care about you having fun in this game. They just want your money. This yeah. is just the money. 
money squeeze. They, and it sucks because apparently the gameplay is fun. Like people, yeah, people love the game. People are saying the game is really fun, yeah. but it's just littered, littered with. It is, yeah, it's garbage. rigged. It's like when you go to an arcade, all those games are like rigged for you to lose, like yeah, seventy percent of the time. So just it's going the over the list that Matt just sent me. Uh, <laughs> so so we're we okay. We haven't gone through this article, so we don't know like what the mechanics. So we're gonna try to piece together what these things do. Like there's a little brief explanation after everyone. But so the first up, crests. Yeah, it's the crests. first one. Uh, that are just like modifiers to your character, I guess to get. So stats. eternal L- legendary crests are used in Diablo Immortal to add two modifiers to an elder rift. Okay, so in Diablo three, like. The end game was this thing called Greater Rifts, where you could uh, find an in-game currency at that time, and then um, challenge yourself to these kind of scaling dungeons that, like, um, like actually scale to your gear. Because uh, the difficulty level in Diablo, it got really weird. It went from like normal nightmare to hell, and then torment, and then there were like. I think 15 levels of torment difficulty that were just like increase basically just increasing how much health the monsters have and how much how much damage they do and then like your gear the higher torment that you're playing on the more gear that you get so these greater rifts are timed dungeons that you have to go through from start you have to kill a certain amount of enemies and that will summon the boss and then the boss will drop loot and then depending on how quickly you finish this rift um, you get better rewards and like how uh, how challenging of a rift it is. So I'm assuming legendary crests add two modifiers to an elder rift. I don't know what that means. Um, so when you complete an elder rift, you are guaranteed a legendary gem that you can um, put in your character to increase their power. Um, can we just take a minute for Matt to, 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 to congratulate Matt on the five-minute monologue just to come to the conclusion that well, he didn't know what it was? <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to give context to, like, Diablo 3. I mean, I mean, I know I'm one of, like, four people in the world who played Diablo 3 uh, and really liked it. So, so other rifts are replayable to, dungeons. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, then modifiers amp up the challenge uh, and the rewards you get. So it adds, like, challenges and, like, the style of the dungeon is played, basically. Yeah. So those cost then, money. Moving on to currency. So Apparently this game has more currency than fucking Genshin Impact does. I'm not saying this, something. This is going to be fun. So Diablo, Mor- Diablo Immortal's in-game currency is called Eternal Orbs. And players use it to buy cosmetics, battle pass items, and other items. Um, and you can buy it for real money. So to get 60 of this in-game currency, it's 99 cents. And then the maximum value is... 6,000 orbs with a little like bonus of 1,200 for $100. Which, this means nothing because we don't know what the... I'm assuming... like We know, we all assume how much things will cost like with these orbs, but we yeah. don't we have no like way to compare them. I'm assuming exactly. it's probably like 20,000 coins or whatever, orbs for a fucking helmet or whatever. Yeah, or a cosmetic get, skin or something. I mean, like, it, for $9.99, you get 600 plus 30. So I'm guessing most cosmetics are going to be, like, in real life, probably the $12 to $15 range for, like, one cosmetic. Maybe, like, half of that for, like, I don't know, glove or, like, foot armor or a helm or something. But, like, chest pieces and, like, leg pieces, which tend to be, like, the bigger pieces that you actually see on your character, I'm going to say those are probably, like, $10 to $15. Oh, here's here's a... screenshot if you go later further in the document uh or whoops or the link whatever um yeah this full cosmetic set this whole like armor set set is a thousand orbs like i don't know what its rarity is or whatever i'm assuming they have a rarity scale a thousand orbs is yeah you're you're kind of right it's 15 bucks yeah yeah and then they have a featured page because every game has a fucking featured store page now <laughs> every game and their mother thank you fortnite um where you can buy chests, loot, more orbs, your battle pass is there, whatever. It's just the main page, the main store page. Yeah. And all the cosmetic items that you can buy, I'm assuming not all of them are... I bet you, I can probably guarantee you that some of them are not even, like, orbs. 
you probably have to like use real money to buy like straight up just like five yeah, straight, 99 yeah, yeah straight up cash i bet you it's like a mix of both because i've seen that happen oh, probably in games. yeah and then you can okay. buy materials so in diablo i'm gonna like compare this to diablo 3 again um there's a like a crafting system and you can smelt your materials down uh so like if you break down a legendary you get like blah 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 certain items that can only be found when you break down legendary it's a common feature in like in games nowadays but now you can buy currency like sorry you can buy materials for orbs and i guess some of these i guess they all have a same value they just do different things so like is that one stone for a hundred orbs yeah which is just over two bucks or like around two bucks yeah yeah buck 80 whatever yeah buck 80 yeah pretty much for one material one material and i don't know how many you need to make make it make an item make shit yeah so then there's the battle pass Hell yeah, because every game is a battle pass again. Thank you, Fortnite. So, this, so I'm, like, I'm, this is leading me to think that, like, not only are you paying real money for this, but, like, this stuff is also, like, timing exclusive. So, like, I don't know if it works on, like, seasons or stuff like this, but, like... Oh, it'll be seasons, yeah. Yeah. Battle pass seasons, yeah. So, not only are you, like, money locked, but now you're also, like, pressured to, like, oh, you can only get this outfit during, like, this specific week period it's probably a hundred thousand dollars per season to to be honest (laughs) to max out your character yeah i wouldn't be surprised if every season they change the meta so you you would have to spend more money again to max out your character i mean that's how the end game of these things work yeah so the, the battle pass is a cosmetic system that allows you to unlock stuff um through missions and match experience i don't know what that means um but you can just buy you oh you can buy the regular path for five dollars and then a collector's empowered battle pass for fifteen dollars. So wow. I I hate it when there's like because you like everybody knows that you and I play paladins here on the pod and there's like a free route whenever they have like a, a, a I guess a like a season thing and then there's also a paid route but for this one it's like no, you have to pay to get into like the base route, and then there's like another one that yeah, you have pay to pay again, for. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so here, here, here. This is not Diablo. This is just speaking in general. What's, yeah. What's your hot take on microtransactions? Like, where do you do you think they belong in video games? Do you think there is a place for them? Do you think it's we've gone overboard? <laughs> I mean, I think that's a, a, a yes for both of us on that question. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. See, my so, opinion. For this is that like i'm fine with cosmetics because that doesn't yes. change your game but the minute you add in things that change your game i will need this every uh you change the game uh yeah like game changing mechanics or whatever game changing s- s- gear or whatever mm-hmm. then it uh then messes everything then up it, yeah exactly yeah yeah i'm on the same route like See, this is because if you remember back in the day, DLC started as like paid additional content. And then uh, I want to say companies, not so much studios, got really cheap and they started to like have paid DLC that was already complete, like on the disc when you bought it. Remember when games came on discs? Uh, Oh, yeah. I miss those days. So, like, it was just locked behind a paywall initially. Or it required, like, yeah, you pay and then you have access to download this DLC. So, like, if you if you have a game that is, like, fully complete and then the studio goes and makes more content for the game and it has, like, maybe reuses some of the same assets as the main game but, like, provides you a new experience, I'm fine with that when it comes to, like, playing as DLC. And then... They were like, well, okay, well, we have microtransactions for cosmetics, so can we, like, how can we make money with this? So then they started adding in, like, gear and stuff that you can pay for that would, like, change your game, which then that led us to where we are now. Yeah. <sighs> I just think, like, outside of cosmetics, it's, like, 
you're going to ruin because it ruins the economy of the game, right? I mean, I sent you a, a tweet earlier from one of the creators of Multiverses, bringing it back to my hope and dreams that when Multiverses, the open beta releases, that um, paid, like, there's going to be a transactions for cosmetics um which i'm fine with i guess if you're just paying for cosmetics like in a game like that you shouldn't have to pay for characters because it's free to play right yeah. that's the same thing with like paladins whenever they release a new character like you can buy them with in-game currency but they're super super expensive yeah but they also but, have that like pass where you pay like a one-time fee. It's like I think twenty bucks, and I'm then fine. you just like you get every new character when they're. I'm released. fine with that because it's it's free. The game's free for starters, and they have to make money somehow. Yeah, and it's not game breaking in the way that you're at a disadvantage with the characters they give you at the start of the game for free. I mean, like, like in Paladins, no, but like, but also kind of yeah, because like look at. Characters like Azan when he came out and he like broke the meta and like okay well that's because that that's because the that's gonna happen to any game even if all the characters were free that was that'd be something that you'd have to patch from the get go that was just a balancing issue that on their behalf when they yeah, released you, the game if they you didn't think game about test it, it enough if you think about it in terms of like there are people paying for this like they can pay to play as the broken character and then yeah but the that's characters not, who that's are not just playing f- for free can't. Yeah, but I don't, I don't blame. I don't. It's not. I don't. I don't think it's the same thing. You're not. It's. It's shift. It's, it's not, not intentional. Yeah, it's not intentional. It's not like the blame is not on. Uh, I guess the blame is still on the company in either scenario. But like, it's not purposely done. Is it though? And, Do you know that? Well, considering they released a patch two weeks after the fact, I'm not sure. Yeah. But no, but like that's the thing is like, I guess in competitive or whatever, whenever a new character comes out. I think they're blocked for a season and then they're in the next season. But like they could it, it's 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 a, a similar thing to power creep in other games. Like people who play gacha games like Genshin Impact and and other games where you like pay for like draws on characters. It's like the new characters that come out have new abilities and shit that like will make the older characters obsolete. So like it's incentive to buy the new characters because they you are getting an advantage over the free characters. Yeah, I don't think. I don't like think it's just on a smaller scale when it comes to something like Paladins. I don't think there's any power group going on in Paladins, to be honest. Because they've released some doo-doo characters <laughs> that are more recent, right? Like, and I mean, it's not like the game's balanced anyways. <laughs> but... <laughs> like, 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 Seven sucks ass. Like, one of the newest characters, and no one, no, no one plays him. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, so, like, it's... I don't know, I think... But that's also a game where there's like 50 playable characters and you're like there's no way to balance a game at that point no exactly like that you have to kind of do do your best and i don't think the game is unbalanced to the point of being unplayable i don't think it's that broken but it's like it is it's like smite too i think there's like what 70 characters now yeah it's like if you're playing like what 5v5 you're gonna end up in scenarios where you just can't win because some characters counter are hard counters to other characters. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I think it's... But yeah, that was all uh, the microtransactions. It doesn't seem like much, but when you're playing a game like Diablo, um, I, feel I, like... I feel like there's more, actually, because I read something where if when you do run of these rifts, that you can actually like pay to get more rewards at the end of the dungeon... It's like, yeah, pay sixty cents now and like get another legendary item or whatever. Oh, that's classic. Yeah, that's classic mobile game stuff. I'm sure at the end of every time, like every time you die, they probably ask you to pay if you want to come back to life or whatever. Oh, it's online. It doesn't do that, but at the end of the dungeon, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they would ask you to, like double your rewards or like. I wouldn't be surprised if they put in a fucking Candy Crush like life system where you'd only play five games a day or whatever every thirty minutes to your health re- to your lives regen or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Just like grab more money but like uh, what i was gonna say is that like it, it it really seems like uh blizzard's trying their hardest to just die huh like they're they're not even trying oh, to yeah. save themselves at this point they are just spiraling and they are going to die crash and burn <laughs> yeah because i mean microsoft owns them now right 
Did this L? Yeah. This old. Right? I believe so, yeah. Blizzard. Blizzard. Let me look at that. Blizzard to Microsoft. Yeah, okay, yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was, uh, yeah. But I don't even think Microsoft can save them at this point. It's. Like, remember when Blizzard used to be, like, the darling of fucking the video game community? Yeah. People were jacking off Blizzard. Like, they're the only <laughs> company that had their own con because of how big they were, pretty much. Yeah, Bliz BlizzCon. Okay, uh, wait, hold on. Here's another article that has uh, more transactions. So, there's Eternal Orbs, which we talked about. The Empowered Battle Pass, which we talked about. There's also a Boon of Plenty. It says here, it's similar to the Empowered Battle Pass. The Boon of Plenty grants you a daily reward per login. So, like, you know how some games you play, you, like, if you play them, like, once a day for a week, you get special rewards? Yeah. Yeah, so that you have to buy into that. Um, and then there are treasure troves, and this is what I was just mentioning, are dungeon-specific chests that you can purchase after clearing a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, loot chests. <laughs> that you have to buy. <laughs> Imagine playing like a dungeon for for like twenty minutes. You get to the end and you like, hey, congratulations, you made it to the end. If you want a reward, you have to pay. <laughs> yeah, here's your rewards. Just pay nine ninety nine to get them. Oh my god, it's a one time purchase that you per, but you have to make that one time purchase at every dungeon. <laughs> yeah, and then it says here there's farmable in app purchases. So there's platinum. So platinum's used primarily for gems. Yeah, so this is all the stuff that you can farm in game, but then obviously it takes ten years to farm it, so you just buy it instead, you know. Yeah, they can also be purchased using eternal orbs, and then there's hilts. Hilts is a currency that's used to purchase crests, gems, and even reforge stones. They can be farmed in game, but can be purchased with eternal orbs. Reforge stones are items that allow you to change the attribute to your gear, so like re-rolling your stats on your gear. They're only available after reaching max level. You can free-to-play players can purchase three reforged stones a day. It doesn't say what currency is used for reforged stones, so maybe you can only just get three a day. And then crests, and crests are used to modify elder rifts. So yeah, we talked about crests and uh, alter the the way the the dungeon plays. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man! There's a guide. There's a guide on what like the best microtransactions to buy <laughs> what is this fucking world coming to <laughs> and the funny thing is that you're gonna have people that are going to pay this money you know yeah like especially mobile games are predatory for that shit like you have oh yeah i think we've talked about it before yeah there's, there's a term yeah. for them like gotcha no like for the people that pay that kind of money Oh, they have a term for them. It's like money pigs or nothing like that. Hello. <laughs> my little money pig. It's, it's something like that. I forget. But like, if you see this, like, Clash of Clans, I think, re released, like, their numbers back, like, years ago. And, like, their number one, like, account that purchased the most items purchased over $400,000 of stuff in Clash of Clans. And, like, people are willing to play that kind of, pay that kind of money for, like, these mobile games and then the people who are like involved in the community you have this like level of standing that like you're better than everyone else because you're like max geared at the end game right yeah remember that article i think you talked about it once about this guy who spent like what was it like thousands of dollars and then like the next week all of that purchasing that he had done was made obsolete because there was like a new a new something that came out that like Basically, he's like, I paid thousands of dollars for this, and then literally the next week they came out with like a new, either a new character or a new form of currency or something that like. Oh yeah, that kind of rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. I remember talking about that. I forget the details, but yeah. It's so predatory. Who wants to bet this game has ads too? Does it? I can guarantee the game has fucking ads. I mean, I just imagine like you're in a dungeon, and then like there's a pack of monsters, and the monsters are all just ads. <laughs> 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 like, hey, if you want to kill this monster, watch this 15-second clip, or pay 99 cents to skip. All it. the mon, all the monsters <laughs> are just Blizzard property ads, like, like Blizzard ads, and you're killing them. It's like, also, also a metaphor for how they're dying. Also, play World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, 
Speaking of video games, Matt, did you want to talk about Pal World? Yeah. So, a new trailer. <clears throat> when was this game like originally announced? Uh, it was it's a while been a ago. Years. Cause I, yeah, I remember when I the, the podcast I listened, they talked about it, and that's when I first found out about it. Was they were excited for it, and that was like a year ago, I think, at this point, or two yeah. years ago. So there's this game. It looks like a Pokemon clone called Pal World. With the primary difference being, you and your Pokemon can have just guns. have a shotgun. You have they have <laughs> guns and they shoot the guns. So and Pokemon recent, kill each other. Yeah, a recent trailer came out and it showed like the overworld and it showed some of these pals. I don't know what they're called. I guess yeah, they're called pals. Yeah, that's what okay. And it showed like chase scenes, like you'd see in like an action yeah. movie or something. And like the game actually looks really nice. Like the environments are like kind of full of it looks like what pokemon are arceus was supposed to be exactly like <laughs> it, it looks, looks like, like an op- open world pokemon yeah. and it looks good yeah it looks like and it like there's <sighs> it's obviously like a bit darker like guns aside like it's it seems like they're hinting at like poke like the pokemon being abused in this game like like they're all slaves kind of thing yeah like they show like the pokemon making guns in the factory or like making ores or whatever but like the open world is beautiful. Like there's different kinds of grass and plants that like actually look kind of like realistic. The water graphics are good. The paths yeah. look cute. I don't know how many there are because like that, that's kind of the thing with Pokemon is that there's like over seven hundred now. Yeah. So a- animating those little bitches is like going to be annoying <laughs> as fuck. But also like, just like it just... looks like a Monster Hunter game or like. Oh yeah, that's the, that's the comparison I yeah had in my yeah. mind. But just on the like the title card alone, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sort of. I guess sixteen yeah. different pals. <laughs> uh, seventeen if you count the ones in the picture. There's this one, it's seven, fucking 18. wild. It's like Pokemon meets Fortnite meets Monster Hunter. <laughs> there's so many of them, and like I kind of want to play the game. I want to see how how good it is. Yeah, it looks it's fun. A, apparently, it's a survival game. And yeah, it's open also a crafting, open-world yeah. survival crafting, which um, is yeah. weird. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more. I don't think it's the sandbox game. I think there's definitely going to be a story to it, but, like, yeah, there'll be survival aspect where you have to, like, I guess kind of like Breath of the Wild, I guess, in a way. Like, open-world, yeah. craft shit, get food, get Pokemon. <laughs> Not Pokemon. Don't say that. Oh, We're sorry. Gonna demonetized. We're going to get also copyright. Like... Power World's going to get <laughs> shut down. <laughs> there's also like boss fights and stuff. So like you can hunt these pals. Like there's a like a. Uh, I don't like know a short, why. A short scene of like the main character like shooting one with a bow and it just dies. Yeah. And then there's one of like crafting a table. And then there's like a boss fight where you're like literally shooting a shotgun at this pal while it has like coordinated attacks at you. And I don't. I don't know why, but the. Actually, I don't know. It's weird. Like the the pals don't like the the way they're they're Animated? drawn is very Pokemon like, but their features are very like I would say Digimon like almost. Yeah, I was gonna say they. Look yeah, they're they're like a mix of Pokemon and, and Digimon. Yeah. I wonder if any like Digimon or Pokemon sent them like a season desist or like a fucking like. Uh, a lawsuit not a lawsuit but like threatening lawsuit for like similarities or whatever yeah i mean if they like, haven't then they probably will when it comes <laughs> comes out or it's closer to release or something yeah because uh, i don't know how well it would go in court but they could definitely make a case for oh it yeah being similar because there's but some like, pals that look exactly like wooloo or <laughs> yeah like, like actual pokemon so well, don't, that blue like reindeer thing is basically just a yeah rip off of uh pokemon xerneas i think the yeah big antlers and yeah they're shinies because there was like a, a purple version of that <laughs> yeah but it's just so funny seeing like it almost looks like a, a totoro a mix between like pikachu and totoro and it just has a gatling gun and like your character <laughs> sitting on its back shooting a shotgun while it's firing <laughs> a gatling gun like it's it just amazing yeah, it's like a bunch of fourteen-year-olds who played all these games. Like somebody got them super high and the, like wrote their ideas down <laughs> and like made it into a game. 
Yeah, so it's basically fine. on the Steam page, um, uh, so basically the story seems to be around like poachers. Apparently, your the main storylines gonna be like you're dealing with poachers that are trying to kill all the pals. I'm guessing, <laughs> or like trying to use them for like bad things. But like, but yeah, how much can, worse could it get? Like, you already you're gunning through the forest, so yeah. So the survival aspect there'll be food shortages, harsh weather, illegal poachers to deal with. You can ride them and explore, either drive a car, drive or fly on the pals or whatever. Uh, you can build whatever you want. Apparently, there's tons of building options. Uh, life farming, factory and automation. Oh, Just dungeon, like, dungeon <laughs> exploration. Why does can, every game have building? Games <laughs> don't even need building. Have it now. You can like, just build a, a rocket ship. Like why though? Like oh, next thing you know, like like Resident Evil Four, the remake. Which I'm really interested in seeing how they. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. Like a video game edition episode. <laughs> yeah. The the breeding system in this game. So I don't think the the uh, pals evolve, but you can like breed and like the the pals together, and it makes like combinations. It's like oh, heredity. God. So like yeah. you can like mix a a dragon and a Pikachu or whatever the fuck it is, and it's legit just a Pikachu rip off, and it turns into like a electric dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You supposed to, yeah you can save all the save all the endangered pals, and then you can play multiplayer. Man, we can play together. Oh, we should do gameplay and commentary for sure. <laughs> We can battle and trade with other players. Like, do you do you need to use pals, or can you just like can you just shotgun them all? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't think you need to use a pal to use your guns. I think you come with guns. You can get guns. You can give your pals guns, though. It deadass looks like Fortnite meets Pokemon slash Digimon in the Monster Hunter world, and you can <laughs> yeah build shit like in Fortnite. Like that's. But That's it actually looks insane. great, though, for, like, an indie game. Oh, yeah. The graphics are amazing. The landscapes look, like, fleshed out, like, realistic landscapes, unlike Pokemon. So, like... Like, there's different... I don't want to say biomes, but, like, different environments. Like, an ice one and a uh, dungeon one. A desert one and, like, a forest one. So, looks this company, Pocket Pair, they've made a game called Over Dungeon, which is just a card game. I guess it, it's not popular. Um... But then there's Craftopia, which seems to be a decent game. There's mixed reviews for it, but it legit just seems like a Minecraft game. Oh, Another yeah. Another survival so, game. Yeah, their other game, Craftopia, looks like Breath of the Wild meets Minecraft. Yeah, just, and kind of Monster Hunter vibes a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But so. I mean, hey, like even that game looks good. So maybe this, what is it, Pocket Pair? Maybe they're onto something. I'd like to yeah. see them get picked up by a big studio. Like, instead like Craft, of... Craftopia has mixed reviews, but... Uh, yeah. I just want to see. Because, uh... like, I don't know how big the studio is. I've never heard of it before. But, like, I don't know. The characters look like... Not just the, the pals, but, like, the player character also looks cool. So... It has all of the, like... All of the necessary components I find to be a successful game. As long as I guess yeah. the gameplay itself is fun. So it seems like all the the bad reviews for the Craftopia is that like it's overly ambitious, apparently like it's like a guy says a mile wide and inch deep. It's not a very deep oh, game, but okay. like there's tons of content. But the problem is that you can max out everything in like an hour basically. <laughs> so but like that's issues that if they were a good developer, which I'm assuming they are because they're an indie company, they're actually gonna listen. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably going to take that and fix it for Pal World because this is their next game. So I'm assuming they just go up from there, right? They're an indie company, so they want to do better. Watching the trailer, deadass seeing these little like Pikachu-esque creatures making <laughs> rifles. <laughs> Speaking oh, of a game boy. that does not look good, though, Matt, you want to talk about that Sonic Open Adventure, Open World game? Yeah, what is it called? Sonic Frontiers. Frontiers. So uh, they released the trailer for Sonic Frontiers. Um, they released the new gameplay. Sonic game. Yeah, and the gameplay for it. Uh, so, <sighs> that hasn't been a good Sonic game in like years anyway, so I don't know why we're surprised. But this game looks especially bad. This looks like a... It doesn't even look like a game. It looks like a like a, a tech, tech demo. demo. Yeah. It looks like a tech demo, or it looks like something 
that someone made in Unity. Like, like took a took a the default map in Unity and just like put a bunch of stuff. Like, there's just floating things in the sky. It doesn't look nice. Yeah. It's but just the thing like, is, like floating I mean, garbage everywhere. The, like I said, like the environments of this game also look pretty and well done, but also oh, it just yeah. doesn't look Sonic. <laughs> No, yeah, the, the art style of the environment doesn't match the art style of the Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> the, the conflicting art styles. Like, it doesn't look like a... It looks like a... Like, if it wasn't for the graphics, it would be almost like a Flash game, you know? How it, it just doesn't look... Yeah. It's, like, nonsensical. It's just garbage. It's just, like, it looks like shit all over your screen. And yeah, nothing it's much just, to like, do. exactly. It's, it looks like, like, Halo custom maps. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> It, just, it makes me think I'm playing a Fortnite custom game or like a Minecraft like building server. It's just random shit everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I don't know when the game's supposed to come out. Uh, but yeah, people are saying yeah, yikes, this game is uh, not looking good. But Frontiers, oh, really. And I think too is like apart from world exploration, it doesn't look like there's much. It doesn't look in like there's anything. Gameplay. Yeah. Like, there's no combat or enemies. I mean, I know this basically just is a tech... Oh my god, I almost got... There's a bee flying around. I'm getting attacked. Uh, but, yeah, no, it just, like... It looks like a tech demo. Yeah. It's pretty. Like, the the world. There's rocks no. and stones. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just seems empty. Like, there's no story. It doesn't seem like there's any real gameplay outside of the small puzzles and, like, the small parkour stuff or whatever. Yeah. It seems like there's nothing. And that's why people are so confused. Like, is this a tech demo? Like, what is this? It's like... It, it's weird. It's a very finished game, but a very unfinished game at the same time, right? It's yeah. like... Like, graphically, it's finished. I would say it's pretty much a finished game. But, like, where's the actual game, you know? It's like, there's no game. Yeah. There's no characters. There's, yeah. no, like, there's no story. I mean, this is also just, like, a hands-on, like, first yeah, exactly, yeah. time. So maybe more is to come, but, like... I don't know. It seems like there's a lot missing. There's no charm to it either. Yeah, I don't know. But when's the last time there's been a good Sonic game, to be honest? The last few games I, have all been kind of shitty, so... I've never played a Sonic game. <gasps> You've never played Sega? you never been a Sega fan? <laughs> no. Sega. Sega Genesis. But, uh, yeah, it, it's... It's not looking too hot for this game. Uh, we'll see. There's no release date. It just says 2022, to be honest. So uh, something that it, it, something a new uh, oh holiday here. 2022. So um, it'll be ready for the holidays. A new game that does look hot <laughs> is the Frankly. Resident Evil 4 remake. Which remake. like I think of Resident Evil 4 and I'm like, that's a new game. That game just came out like two or three years ago. But no, I think it came out in like. It's a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Can we so talk about using... how fast they're pumping out these fucking remakes? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, they pumped but out I mean, all f four, they did, they're good, they did, though. They did all the work on two in in terms of, like, UI and, and just, like, environments and stuff. So everything is just using the same engine. But now... So they're just recreating the environments of the other games. Like, three was basically... I mean, I guess it's the same thing originally, whereas, like, Resident Evil 3 reused a lot of the assets from Resident Evil 2, and, like, it also came out a year after Resident Evil 2 came out. So, like, they're just doing what they've always done. Yeah. But, uh, but like... I, I don't know. I'm excited, because they've been good up to now. Uh, yeah. I like how they modernized the games as well. Uh, yeah. No offense to Resident Evil, but like the steel camera shit isn't when flying <laughs> nowadays. It is. No. It, it was a cool, unique idea back then, but even back then, it was not a good idea. Like, like from a. Can I say gameplay. something controversial amongst Resident Evil fans? What? I think in terms of like gameplay. No, Resident Evil Five had the best gameplay. Ooh. Isn't I are just, you? Isn't four like the like the like. One that everyone like shits their pants Creams over. Creams their pants over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but this like, is the big one. Don't that get me wrong. Gonna... I'm not saying the story was good or anything like that. But like just the way it played, it was so satisfying because you could like shoot um, uh, one of the enemies like in the leg and go up and like do an uppercut. Right? 
which they had that mm. in four. They had like melee combos and stuff like that. But like five introduced like body part specific melee combos. So like if you shoot shot an enemy in the head, it staggered a certain way and you would deliver like a super powerful attack. Or if you delivered like like I said, if you did like an uppercut on it, they would knock them on their back, which then you could follow up with like stomping on them. I just thought like that the way it merged gunplay and like physical combat while you're getting swarmed with these enemies was kind of one of the most satisfying games I've ever played. Like I used to literally spend hours playing the mercenaries mode and I would play it online with like people doing the same thing where you just like continuously use your melee, your melee combos with your guns. And it was just really fun to just continuously play it over and over again. The story sucked, but (laughs) (laughs) at this rate, they're going to be fucking remaking re8 before they even <laughs> released nine yeah and re8 just came out like last year or the year before yeah but i'm excited they're they're fun they're really well done remakes yeah um, and like they look great this that's what a remake should be like resident True. evil is a prime example of a remake should be companies yeah. just don't bother doing proper remakes like that but did they remake the first one like this i don't think yeah. so yeah did they yeah re1 two three now we're heading to four no, no. I thought they started with two. No. In this like third person uh, over the shoulder. Actually. Uh, yeah, no. They started with two. They didn't remake the first game. Like they remade it from. Like Gen. Like from like. Because the Resident Evil One remake was on the GameCube, but then like Resident Evil Two was like xbox one and like that like generation of consoles yeah so they, they they remade one to go on like playstation 3 4 xbox one the switch and all that but like it's not yeah it's not the proper style like it's, yeah it's like not the. i they think it's just a... i think yeah. it's just ported i don't think it's actually remade no exactly like but like they they actually remade two like from the ground up with a new engine yeah which they didn't use for one that's what i was trying to say but yeah I wonder why they didn't do one. They're saving it. I know for a fact that like, they're saving it for a big Resident Evil anniversary and everyone's going to shit their pants. Because, like, as much as everybody loves, like, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, like, the diehard Resident Evil fans are going to have diarrhea if they remake the first game. Are you sure? With everyone, this engine. Everyone, everyone comes on 4, not 1. 4 is where everyone, like, says it peaked and everyone, like... No, but because they didn't release one, pants. they're oh, okay. saving it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? It could also just be like a contractual thing. <laughs> or maybe they just won't because, yeah. like, at this point, it's kind of boring. Because <laughs> it, yeah. it, like, that kind of over the shoulder, it works with Resident Evil 2, but, like, that's, like, the series took a more action knee turn, right? And each game after, like, 2, 3 was, like, panned because it was a lot more interactive and a lot more, like, of an action game. And then Res- you, you saw Resident Evil 4. It's like no more horror. You're just getting swarmed with enemies type of thing. Yeah. But Resident see. Evil's always had like a roller coaster when it comes to like whether they're a horror go into action, I think. I find yeah. at least. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they flip-flop. Yeah, they flip-flopped. And like, I think that's kind of why like. It's so it's successful. <laughs> not successful um it's weird like how when you think of resident evil you always think of like like how i said earlier like silent hill mm-hmm. they were like rivals i guess of sorts like yeah you, it was always like one versus the other right people were always comparing and like silent hill isn't nowhere close to series that uh resident evil is right they only have like what one game two games Silent Hill? I don't, I don't remember. Oh god, I don't know. I think there's like, a bunch of spin-offs, but... I know they're making like another official game soon. There's three, and then... Yeah. I don't think four is out. And then they're making a movie, too. Which is nope, probably going to be... Four came out in 2004. It's probably going to be just as ass as the fucking Resident Evil movie. <laughs> remember that piece of shit, Matt? There was a Silent Hill movie, and it was just as ass as the Resident Evil movies. Oh, okay, well, they're making a new one, then. Holy 20, fuck. 2023 20, Silent Hill movie. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. There's 13 Silent Hill games. 
Excuse me? What the fuck? Six, seven, eight in the main series. What? Yeah. Silent Hill 2, 3, 4. Silent Hill Mobile. And then Silent Hill Origins, Silent Hill Homecoming, Silent Hill Shattered Memories, and Silent Hill Downpour are all the main series. And then there's play novel Silent Hill, Silent Hill the Arcade, Silent Hill the Escape, (sighs) Silent Hill HD Collection, and Silent Hill Book of Memories. That's funny. Yeah. Like Silent Hill is always known as the more scarier game, I guess. Resident Evil took the more action approach. Yeah. All those Silent Hill. That was what very were you gonna similar, say? like similar style. Like it's it still like over. Was it yeah. over the shoulder? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very sort much of. like Resident Evil. I think yeah. the first games were those weird fixed camera angles, and then yeah, yeah. Silent Hill Two was like over the shoulder. I think. I think that's why the comparisons. That's where the comparison stemmed from. Was it was very it was basically identical games, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Video games, am I right or am I right? <laughs> but also, like, I think of Silent Hill, and it's funny because they're both very Japanese inspired. Like, both the studios that make Resident Evil and Silent Hill are um, yeah, yeah. are Japanese. Japanese. But like, yeah. Resident Evil, like, it's set. I mean, Silent Hill is all. When I think Silent Hill, I think like Japanese horror. But but then when I think of Resident Evil, I think like American horror. Like, maybe it's just the content instead of like ghosts and stuff like that is yeah i, I get what you like mean. being haunted and stuff is silent hill which is like kind of more japanese and then zombies gore ripping you apart flesh but i mean that's also very much in silent hill as well so i don't know but it's weird because the characters are also like american in both so i don't know but that's just I mean, how my I brain think, i think that's it. just Japanese companies as a whole always make their characters American for some reason. Yeah. Always American. I remember there being a reason behind it, but like I don't remember. Because like off the top of my head. The only game I can think of that. Wait, that's not. What the fuck was it called? Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Fatal Frame. Is it Yakuza? The <laughs> It's a fighting game. Yeah. Like a open world fighting game, right? Yeah. Like, like role playing, yeah, yeah. And you fight people in the streets, yeah. Like that's the only game I can think of that has like a like Japanese like Like set in Japan. Like and... Asian ca- yeah, like characters. Yeah. I mean there's only... also Fatal Frame, which Okay. Is... Yeah. yeah. It's like and then there's Go, uh, ghosts and shit, but it's all like Japanese. There's Sleeping Dogs, but Sleeping Dogs is American, so. I remember when Sleeping Dogs was a big deal, and now it. Never heard of it. The it cover looks familiar. It basically came out at the same time as. as GTA 4, I think? Hmm. 2012. When, was that 4 that came out, or was that 5? I don't remember. 5 has been up for so long, it could have been 2012. <laughs> when did GTA 5 come out? Actually, I want to check that. 2013. Yeah, I remember it came out a year before. Dude, holy shit. GTA 5 is going to be 10 years old next year, Matt. You That's insane. That? And there's still no that, announcement for GTA 6. Yes, there is. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they, they've tweeted that they're making it. Like, oh, okay. No bits anymore. No April Fool's. 6 is in the works. Yeah, it's in the works. It's going to be another really 10 know. years before it comes out. Because they're still making bang from this piece of shit. Well, it's not a piece of shit, but it's a good game. Uh, but they're still making money from the online. Like, yeah. GTA Online is still massive. Uh, <sighs> and I think GTA Five is the best-selling like media piece ever. I'm pretty sure. GTA Five best-selling. I think we're talking <laughs> about this in the pod. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, most in, most profitable entertainment product ever, basically. Yeah. Next to Minecraft, like list of best selling video games. Minecraft's number one. Grand Theft Auto Five is number two. Tetris is number three. Yeah, games. I'm talking about like entertainment product. Oh, is yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, is the best selling entertainment product that makes the most revenue. That's wild. They made they made six billion dollars in revenue since its release. And now GTA RP is like the big thing. 
expect a GTRP soon on the Mild Ignorant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. We should. Do you even have GTA? Yeah, I ha- got it like when it came out, dude. Okay, well, you can download it. I have it on my computer now because <laughs> my brother started playing it. <laughs> we can join a GTRP server and just act. We should act as podcasters. <laughs> there's Make- a there's a podcast that like blew up on TikTok during the pandemic, and it was like the podcast outside, and it was just like these two guys who would set up a table and like talk on their microphones outside, and like sometimes they would have people who are walking by on and stuff like this. We should that reminds like that. me, like the 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 YouTube channel I used to listen to uh, before they stopped making videos, their their podcast series. Yeah. Uh, they called it CCTV, and what they did was that they literally filmed in a new area every single episode so like one episode they were filming on a boat the next episode they were filming on like uh paddle boats and then they'd film in the middle of a park middle of a junkyard <laughs> they were just filming random places and they also filmed like in video games that's kind of the idea that i jokingly suggested for this podcast was like record a pod inside a video game pod like in a, minecraft in a game yeah and post it on youtube that'd be hilarious <laughs> that'd be funny uh but yeah, should we go on to our listener question? Yeah, I don't. We really went. Bit. We really went back to our roots today and just talked about video, video games. games. This so is the video our, game episode. All of our nerdy fans, please come back. We miss you. We still love video games. Uh, no, we hate we hate video games to be honest. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, question. I, you, Matt's gonna pick him. You, you pick. You pick uh, Jerk. I was just about to say I picked like the last two or three. Okay, fine. I'll pick one. 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 Uh, I don't like any of these questions, man. You pick one. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, let's see if. We have any that are relevant to video games. So, um, why don't you tell our viewers what they can do while I try to pick? A <laughs> uh, if you want to ask your questions and add them to this long, disjointed list of questions that we have to look through for three minutes to find a question to answer <laughs> on the episode, you can ask them on social media Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, just post them somewhere on the comments of one of our posts or somewhere. Just send us a message. Who cares? We'll, we'll add it to the list. We'll find it. If you want, the most suggested option is our website, mildlyignorantpodcast.com. There's actually a submission box for you to submit your questions. Uh, fully functional. It's it's beautiful what technology does nowadays. Um, YouTube, uh, we don't post the video versions of the pod anymore because we're working on the new version, which is taking longer than... I want it to, but anyways, uh, we 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 we're gonna start posting the video versions there soon once we have the new format working. Uh, but you can post them there, and that and on Spotify. Spotify. There's also a submission box on Spotify built in. If you click on the episode description, you can go there and you will see a little box that says "Ask Us Anything," and then you can just submit it there, and you will see it, and we will add it to the list. So please ask your questions, and we will answer them eventually, one day. Alright, I've picked one. Hell yeah. Let's go, baby. What's your toxic trait? And are you trying to improve yourself and fix it? Nothing and no. Oh my god. Yeah, you're perfect. Autism and no. (laughs) Autism's not a toxic trait. (laughs) Uh, I, um... My lack of empathy and should emotions? I get, no. <laughs> should I get real and vulnerable on the pod? My talk straight. Uh, I'm very, like, codependent. And I have really low self-esteem. That's why we it started might, this pod. <laughs> it might not, like, come across like that, but uh, it's weird. Because I don't care what people think about me, but, like, those people that I do care about, I value their opinion a lot. And... <laughs> I'm always afraid to, like, let them down or be a burden and disappoint them. That's why I'm asking in the pod. He didn't actually <laughs> want to do it, but then when I asked him, he felt bad and he couldn't say no. No, that's not true. 
you asked if me we, if you wanted to do a pod, and I said yes. If we stop the pod, Matt would shit and cry and piss and not come, but vomit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's, he, he would think I I I hated him because of the yeah pod. oh yeah yeah if you if okay if out of the blue you were just like hey Matt I don't think we should do the pod anymore I would take it as a personal like not a personal attack but like I would think it's my fault I think like I would think it's something I did and like I would like blame myself for it so I I don't know I'm crazy so are you trying to improve yourself and fix it? Uh, I've gone to therapy. Oh, this is... Uh, ah, fuck! I've gone to therapy multiple times, and I was gonna... I told you last week we were gonna talk about me going to therapy, but uh, I guess we can Sorry move time. it to next week's episode. <laughs> Until we forget again. <laughs> <laughs> write it down, write it down, write it down. Okay. Uh, I don't have a toxic trait, to be honest. That's bullshit. Tell me, Matt, what is my toxic trait? Matt, Matt, Matt went to school for like a week to become a psychologist. He can, he's trained. Tell me, Matt. I went for a year. Uh, uh, yeah, we've already yeah. talked about your toxic trait. You fucking, uh, <laughs> you take too not you take too much on, but like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm of the mentality of yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, for those who missed that episode, yeah, I agree with that. I am very much of the mentality of if I want it done, I have to do it myself kind of mentality. Yeah, I you very realize not, that, like... I'm very not team player, yeah. Very not team player. Uh, that's yeah. my toxic trait. I am. Very, Are you trying to fix it? No. Jerk. Absolutely not. No one... I'll, I'll do something for once that I've, like, never done in this po- uh, podcast and in part... Depart? Some wisdom... On, on our, our on our viewers and say that like asking for help wait no i don't even know how this goes <laughs> um you're helping other people by asking for help yeah that's it yeah so like it, even if you don't need help with something to those around you if you just like show that you need them it's good for building relationships <laughs> What are those? You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's my toxic trait, I guess. Um, and no, I'm not fixing it. I'm sorry. Uh, All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> that, that's it. We're See leaving you next week. <laughs> we're leaving. We're leaving on a high note, boys. <laughs> Thank Tune you. in next week, and maybe I'll talk about going to therapy. Same. I'll talk about me going to therapy. Which we'll talk about how much you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks Why for do I need in. therapy when I started a pod? <laughs> oh God, the memes. Men don't go to therapy. Men start podcasts instead. Yeah. One day we're just gonna like our pod's just gonna be like deep end extremist extremist propaganda. Not even political. Just like straight up like I don't know. Like, just Any extreme, random topic. like kill yeah. everyone now. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just the most extreme of any opinion, I guess. But anyways, uh That's yeah, just thank you. Reddit. That's just the internet, that's Twitter. We'll fit right in, baby. Exactly. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh we'll be back next week, episode forty one. Thank you for everyone who's listened this far. Uh forty episodes. It's big big big. Big big, big deal. Big. Yeah. Uh, 12 episodes left exactly three months away from our big one year special i don't know what we're gonna do there we're gonna do something big matt we're gonna do something special we're gonna forget it'll be like the day before and we're gonna be like oh fuck we're episode 52 no i'll remember i'll remember yeah Should we just like do our 50 though like because 50 is like a better number but 52 is a year technically you know like you never do a 52 year you, know, you don't do like a 52 episode milestone right it's always 50 or 100 or like 250 but 52 makes sense because it's like a year, you know? It's a conundrum. I think we should do 52. Well, okay, that can be our poll. Do you think we should do a big thing for episode 50 or episode 52? No one's going to answer. Uh, You're right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.